European Heart Journal, Issue at a Glance, Volume 41, Issue 45. Focus Issue, Valvular Heart Disease, by Editor-in-Chief Professor Filippo Crea, read to you by Morgan Bryan. Challenges in Risk Stratification of Symptomatic and Asymptomatic Valvular Heart Disease, Lessons from Large Observational Studies. This is a focus issue on valvular heart disease, or VHD, which is progressively occupying the centre stage of cardiovascular medicine. Changing societal demographics and an ageing population with increasing prevalence of degenerative disease, advances in imaging, and the explosion of interest in transcatheter interventional techniques, supported by a series of landmark clinical trials, have attracted clinicians, researchers, engineers, device manufacturers and investors and transform the landscape of clinical management. The first contribution is a clinical research article entitled Isolated Tricuspid Valve Surgery – Impact of Etiology and Clinical Presentation on Outcomes by Julien Dreyfus and colleagues from the Centre Cardiologique du Nord in Saint-Denis, France. The authors sought to identify determinants of in-hospital and mid-term outcomes after isolated tricuspid valve surgery, as little is known regarding the impact of tricuspid regurgitation, or TR, mechanism and clinical presentation. Among about 5,600 consecutive adult patients who underwent a tricuspid valve surgery at 12 French tertiary centres in 2007 to 2017, collected from a mandatory administrative database, the authors identified 466 patients who underwent an isolated tricuspid valve surgery. Most patients presented with advanced disease, 47% in NYHA class 3 or 4, 57% with right-sided heart failure signs. TR was functional in 49%, 22% with prior left-sided heart valve surgery and 27% isolated, and organic in 51%. Infective endocarditis in 31% and other causes in 20%. In hospital mortality and major complication rates were 10% and 31% respectively. Rates of survival and survival free of HF readmission were 75% and 62% at 5 years. Independent determinants of outcomes were NYHA class 3 or 4, odds ratio 2.7, moderate stroke severe right ventricular dysfunction, odds ratio 2.6, lower prothrombin time, odds ratio 0.9, while TR mechanism was not. The authors conclude that isolated tricuspid valve surgery is associated with high mortality and morbidity, both in hospital and during follow-up, predicted by the severity of the presentation, but not by TR mechanism. The results suggest that tricuspid valve interventions should be performed earlier in the course of the disease. The manuscript is accompanied by an editorial by Victorio Delgado and colleagues from the Leiden University Medical Centre in the Netherlands. The authors note that while data on the efficacy and the durability of current transcatheter therapies are awaited, granular data such as those reported in the present article by Dreyfus et al., are important to highlight the need for early referral for isolated tricuspid valve intervention in patients with severe tricuspid regurgitation. 
Mitral annular calcification, or MAC, is a common degenerative mitral valve, or MV, disease, characterized by calcification at the level of the mitral annulus that can be associated with significant MV dysfunction, including both stenosis and regurgitation. MAC is associated with female sex, advanced age, chronic kidney disease, and multiple cardiovascular risk factors, and prevalence ranges from 8% to 15% in the general population and reaches as high as 40% amongst the elderly. In a clinical research manuscript entitled Prognostic Importance of the Transmitral Pressure Gradient in Mitral Annular Calcification with Associated Mitral Valve Dysfunction, Philippe Bertrand from the Massachusetts General Hospital in Massachusetts, USA and colleagues sought to define the natural history of patients with MAC-related mitral valve dysfunction and to assess the prognostic importance of mean transmitral pressure gradient and impact of concomitant mitral regurgitation, or MR. The Institutional Echocardiography Database was examined in the period 2001 to 2019 for all patients with MAG and MG greater than or equal to 3 mm of mercury. A total of 5,754 patients were stratified by MG in low 3 to 5 mm of mercury, mid 5 to 10 mm of mercury, and high greater than or equal to 10 mm of mercury gradient. Primary outcome was all-cause mortality, and outcome models were adjusted for age, sex, and MAC-related risk factors hypertension, diabetes, coronary artery disease, chronic kidney disease. Mean transmitral pressure gradient was independently associated with mortality, adjusted hazard ratio 1.064 per 1 mm of mercury increase. MR severity was associated with mortality at low gradients but not at higher gradients. Bertrand and colleagues conclude that in MAC-related mitral valve dysfunction, mean transmitral gradient is associated with increased mortality after adjustment for age, sex and MAC-related risk factors. Concomitant MR is associated with excess mortality in low gradient ranges but gradually loses prognostic importance in higher gradients, indicating prognostic utility of transmitral gradient in MAC regardless of MR severity. The manuscript is accompanied by an editorial by Rebecca Hahn from the Columbia University in New York, USA, who notes that any echocardiographic evidence for annular calcification may be an indication to use advanced multimodality imaging and novel biomarkers, since these new tools may be the key to unlocking the mystery of intracardiac calcification and allow for early detection and disease prevention. Cardiac myxomas usually develop in the atria and consist of an acid mucopolysaccharide-rich myxoid matrix with polygonal stromal cells scattered throughout. These human benign tumours are a valuable research model because of the rarity of cardiac tumours, their clinical presentation and uncertain origin. In a translational research article entitled Atrial myxomas arise from multipotent cardiac stem cells. Mariangela Scalesi from the Magna Grecia University in Catanzaro, Italy and colleagues assessed whether human adult cardiac stem cells give rise to myxoma stromal cells. 
the authors collected and analysed 23 myxomas for the presence of multipotent cardiac stem cells. They detected myxoma cells positive for CKIT. Most of the CKIT positive cells were blood lineage committed cells, 